By pressing play, you've been transported to Escape Velocity, where the random and ridiculous thoughts expressed here do not reflect the views of the store or the employees. There will be no apologies for the things said today by your hosts and their guests. With that being said, enjoy the experience. Yo, guys, guess what? We back, y'all. Yes, yes, yes. If you hit play on this episode, then you know what it is. It's episode 11 of Yo, Yo Where the, the Captures at? at? Yo, Where the Captures at? Guess what? We back. Guess what? We back. And guess what? Also, we fucking black. And guess what? A fact. Where the good cops at? Because evidently, they ain't been here for a while. Because that's why we protesters in these streets like a child that ain't been heard. So we flipping cars, burning shit all on the curb. Word. You ain't thinking you ain't hitting this shit spit? But guess what? It's time to be legit, not time to be cool. But if you choose to be a fool, you need to use the tool of your freedom of speech and make sure the words get the ears they need to reach like they read Richards. Yeah, that shit be fantastic. But guess what? We tired of these black bodies be wrapping up in bags of plastic for no reason. Got to tell the police that. Guess what? We need to take the streets back. Yeah, we is here, and guess who I am? Kels for show, aka Pop Pop, and with me always is my bro host. The Hobbit to is Troy. I did not approve of that, but it's Roscoe. And joining us today is one of our official co-hosts, our guest host, is the boy Chris with no H. That's right, man. Yes, and funny thing about that <laughs> shit, we used to have me like perplexed for no reason. Like every time I went to search for you on Facebook to tag you on, uh, on some shit or look for your number on my phone or always put this motherfucker got me blocked little I'm bitch. like what the fuck I, put, I know how to spell Chris and then one day I finally click we're like oh shit this nigga ain't got no H in his name yeah, it's that, a C-R-I-S that first H stands for homosexual and I am not I am not against him but that is not me really good pedal back pedal on that yeah that was so nice I don't know how to cover my ground I gotta go multiple directions hey as long as you stay in your ground um, <laughs> I don't stand my ground. I keep moving, bro. That's how they don't get me. As long as you stand your ground respectfully and honestly, I have no problem with you doing what you got to do. We all here to live, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, and this is our first episode back from coronavirus. Coronavirus. And always here to make sure we're in the clear. It's this boy, Daniel Rojas. <laughs> Was wearing a rojo camisa right now with a star on it. Camisa is shirt in Spanish, if y'all didn't know that. A little education. I picked some shit up during this quarantine. Did you say it right? Yeah. Camisa? Why y'all looking at me? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, I'm sorry. I wasn't looking at you. I don't think that's why my mom ever said it. It got well, really quiet and everyone just kind of looked at me. I'm a gringo, so I don't know how to pronounce a lot of words. You're, inherently. A, you're not a gringo. Tell you I am that. a gringo. You're a I'm a Negro yeah, gringo. Yeah, yeah. But when I try to dance the bachata and the land chip, like, you move like a gringo. I'm like, I know what that means, shorty. And that disrespects my legacy. You don't know what I'm doing the dance for. I'm blading in the street. Oh. Anyway, hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like we said, we back. You know, quarantine has been an interesting time period in all our lives. Pretty much like yours. Like, we've been trying to get shit done. But, you know, some things don't work out accordingly. We recorded an episode by the field to Keen. Like Katie about that shit. So just like an episode of Riverdale, we had a dead something in that shit. We dated that. So now we're coming back in full effect. 
full effect. Yes, like 88's back. It was kind of like a practice round for you guys <laughs> just yeah. to get back in the groove. Just like how Michael Jordan season when he was wearing a 45 after he was playing base, um, baseball, he came back trying to get back in the groove. Wasn't at that championship level. We did an episode. Like, ah, I ain't like that. But guess now. We were in that 23 again. Weird weird fact, but I, last night I had a dream that was always sunny, but we were watching Michael Jordan play uh, baseball. In his so it was always cloudy. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah, like hey, we were man, having a good time forever, bro. <laughs> it's all about heart. Yes, earth, wind, fire, and water, like Kiyoshi. Yo, yeah, because she's an avatar. Yes, and um, first and foremost, I'm gonna go ahead and get this out the way. Um, condolences go out to everybody that lost anybody during this pandemic. Like that shit sucks. I'm not gonna get into the whole conspiracy thoughts I have about it. But, like, if you try to be safe, you try to distance, kudos to you. If you didn't because you didn't want to, hey, it's your life, live it. We all on this earth to, um, together. One day it's going to end. As long as we ain't there, it is what it is. But until then, do the best you can to be a, a good human being. Love each other. So hopefully that's what you were doing. You weren't out there unless you had to be out there because some people are essential. And some people like myself, I had to be out there. In the quote unquote front lines, which it is what it is. You're but, a hero. Well, that goes without saying. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I wish I was essential during this time. Right. There, there was a lot of downtime. You're essential to us. Thank you guys. You're very welcome. And Kelsey also, doesn't speak for everyone. These guys brought me. Oh shit! Damn. <laughs> no, 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 no. By us, I mean my. You're my biggest fan. No, no, no. By us, I mean my 23 different personalities. Patricia, what up, girl? Hey man, I take whatever fans I get. I don't care if it's the same person. Word. <laughs> That's true. That is true. I'll take all 38 profiles. Hey, yo, sometimes you got to get that new free membership trial. <laughs> I think you're catfishing me, but I'm catfishing you. Oh, my God. Who's going to bite? I'm going to show you how to Who's going to bite? Who's going to bite? Put that hook in him. No Peter Pan. I'm always fly because I never land. That's what they call me. Oh, oh no. You're the worst. You're the worst. You're the worst. It's not the first time I heard I that. I hope either. you didn't use that twice. Oh, I, mean, oh, I haven't. <laughs> I use that shit. Rice, six pence, none the richer. Then I just tell the girl to kiss me, and it is what it is. Yes, for <laughs> sure. All his Spanish. Bro. I'm glad you're on. No, that's not even Spanish. That's late 90s. Let's get back on. That is the Okay. Yeah. yeah. She, can't, she can't hardly wait. I thought it was, she's all it, that. It was she, in both. Yeah, she's all that. And it's can't hardly wait. Not she can't hardly wait. No, she couldn't wait. <laughs> <laughs> the main character was a guy. No, she couldn't. No, but wait. he wanted to do it, though, after he... She couldn't after wait. After he locked no, up and you know, changed her. No, damn, she's all that. What movie are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> she can't hardly wait. It's not called She Can't Hardly Wait. wait. Yeah, I think we're mixing the rom-coms for our fucking shit years. Can't Hardly Wait start... Jennifer Love Hewitt. Love Hewitt. She and was in three scenes. And she's <laughs> and she's all that star Rachel Lee Cook and the boy Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Usher and Lil Kim oh, and R.P. to Paul oh, Walker shit. and Gus was in that and oh, Gabrielle shit. Union was in that shit. Oh, shit. I watched it a couple um weeks you, ago. You know, all those people you just listed were pretty much all in the same movies throughout. Exactly. You know, I don't want to say our childhood, our our Puberty time. Well, there, there there was a time where there was a whole group called the uh, the Brat Pack. Yes, we're familiar. And, yeah. Oh man, 
Enlighten me. Uh, you may not know this, Chris. Uh, what the hell? just a young baby. <laughs> Look at you. You're all clean shaven today. I can't tell. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> this is why I don't shave. <laughs> <laughs> Temptation Island. <laughs> and it, it consisted of uh, Sammy Davis Jr. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, no, that's a rat pack. <laughs> no, 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 no. No. You said rat pack. They sound the same. Wait, did you say rat or brat? He said rat. Brad, but with a brie? Be- yeah. With a brie? <laughs> <laughs> with a brie Larson? <laughs> and somebody just gets to shoot the fuck up. Oh. We don't like Captain Marvel. I do. It wasn't great, but it's not as bad as you make it. Yeah, bro. seriously, it's an origin movie. It's not that great, but she was supposed to leave. No one said what? That's what they said. But don't do that, baby. People that had high expectations for that movie deserve to be disappointed. Exactly. The studio heads, Feige, came out the window talking about. Don't look at me, Dave. Like he didn't say she's gonna be the future. She's gonna lead the Avengers. We got big plans for her. She took off in the Civil War two comic book, so there was some reasoning behind it. She took off in a round of wretches. Well, no shit, but that was. I don't kill Robert Downey Jr. in the book, but she became. You killed Robert. We all love Iron Man because of Robert. Dang and you it. killed him. Was it him though, or was it somebody else? No, it was him. It was like someone that head. In AI, he broke him. Like here, I'll split my sandwich, Chichi. Then he was like, "You remember that one time? <laughs> I'll we give you the meaty bit." <laughs> and then he was on the bench where talking about, "You remember that one time we smashed?" Like Tony, we were both raging alcoholics. You came at me while we were in an AA meeting, and yes, we had sex. Don't do that. He was like, Drunk "Well, I already did do that." <laughs> yeah. He was like, "I already did do that, girl." So what up? Anywho, want to do sex again? <laughs> That's my bag. Because the only thing you want to do is say no. I'm like, all right, take my bag and I'm going home. <laughs> On to the next one. Yes. So we started off trying to be serious, but it's hard to be serious. When no, there's so right, much right dark now, shit in the world yeah, right we now. need to be happy and laughing. This shit exactly. fucking sucks. Exactly. We don't need to dwell on all the... There's more than just fucking corona bullshit going on. Yes, and I will talk about that at the end of the podcast. I was going to try to get out the way early so we could get to the hee-hees and ha-has. No, but do, guess what? Let's do all the hee-hee and ha-has first. But guess what? Way. We already here. <laughs> Why don't you save the hee hee haws till the end so that way you don't end on a, such a... On La La Land. Because oh. all we wanted... we got to be stuck. And, and, you to be in an existential crisis when you hear this. And once again, but not a bad one. It never ends. I mean, they're all bad, but fuck. it never ends. We're gonna end up talking about the shit again, which is the sad point. Mm-hmm. But now we're gonna talk about what's popping. Pop, and there's pop. been a lot of things that have been popping in the world of geekdom since um, the shutdown has went down. I've been making a lot of lists and topics to talk about. So I'm definitely not even gonna get close to all the shit that has went down. But can we talk about the best one but, of all? But I'm gonna start off with um a little piece of wrestling news. Oh. Becky Lynch, a female WWE champion, raw, correct, Ross? So yes, she has the raw. universal title, correct? No, women's title. It's the raw women's title. There's so the no raw women's title, she has that and she had to relinquish that due to her pregnancy. And it's always important when any female is pregnant and bringing a new life into this world because that's the most precious gift that we can have. And what makes that even more prominent in news right now is because she's been rumored to have a future role in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we all were speculating about which role she could play. But now with that Presley coming up, will she even get that role since they would have to sideline her due to that? Or it's a role that non-essential that she could be in it and still be pregnant at the same time. So that's a thought that's been going through the minds well, of a lot of people. 
sorry. What what if a role is like so far in the future because they push the timeline back that it necessarily could work around her pregnancy? And that's a possibility too because we don't know what the role is or when they were ever going to be shooting. So like you said, that could all make sense. Because we're projected to what, like 2026 now or something crazy like that? Well, from what I just also heard, aren't we supposed to get half seasons of... Uh, WandaVision and Steve and uh, Hawk, well, uh, God, Falcon, and, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I know those seasons are already shot and finished, so we're gonna get them. Maybe we still get Winter and Falcon, uh, Winter and uh, Winter Soldier and the Falcon the same time. WandaVision was already pushed back a little bit further. The thing is, is about Loki and everything post that, but WandaVision and the Falcon and Winter Soldier should be coming on time still, just like Mandalorian Season 2, because they had that RA mostly shot. So it's all about what's going to come afterward. Like, for example, uh, Eternals got pushed back, even though it was RA shot and filmed, everything's good to go. They just want to get that marketing, that theatrical money. How do you guys feel about them adding all the Star Wars characters into Mandalorian Season 2? I don't give a fuck because I really don't care that much about Star Wars. This is giving me more incentive to watch, which I already was going to do. But now I'm like, okay, cool. Rosario Dawson here. Um, who is, was it that got to play one of the Django's old buddy from? Oh, uh, she's she's one of the Mandalorians. Uh, bounty like, like I think she's a bounty hunter, but she's uh, from the the Clone Wars and the Extended Universe. Well, oh no, no, no I, I know who Asuka is. My sorry if I mispronounce her name, well, but Asuka being played by Rosario Dawson. Oh no, that's Ahsoka. Yeah, Ahsoka. My sorry. No, no, I'm, I'm talking about the the Mandalorian woman that. Well, they, most, oh. most most of the characters that are going to be in the Mandalorian are from the Clone Wars. Yes, if I'm correct, and I, I am a I, I'm a pretty hardcore Star Wars fan. I don't say die hard. I really don't want to say this. I have not watched Clone Wars. That's fair. Because me, as a, a Star Wars fan, I was like, oh, these cartoons are fucking it up. But I remember the the Jendi Tartakovsky one, so that kind of like threw me off to not want to watch the, the CGI version. You come, absolutely should, though. Yeah, it come to find out the <laughs> CGI version is supposedly super worthy and part of the lore. And I have actually started it. I am only on season two. Don't judge me. No, it's understandable because the first season is kind of hard to get through. And even some of season two where you're like, Okay, that was a filler Jar Jar episode. Yeah, well, why, but why did I it's anime esque though, so I could I could deal with the fillers. Like I I know that's part of life now. Yeah, and that's my why life. I, I mean, and that's how I started to get more into Star Wars with the Jenny Tarkovsky. Tarkovsky. The Jenny version of the um, Clone Wars cartoon because like yo, he gave me Samurai Jack. He know I do action. I like action. I wasn't into Star Wars for the politicy or the politics. And all that other shit. I just want to see space samurais with laser swords fight each other and win. So when that cartoon came out back in the day, I was like, all right, cool. But then it stopped. But then it got read down off the, out of the canon. But you mainly followed it because you knew Jendi Tartakovsky and yeah. you liked his core work. Exactly. So. And, you know, sad to say, uh, Clone Wars, his version of it is like probably his worst shit. Um, That's... Everybody's tired to been I love that shit. That gave me one of my favorite Jedi's too. I'm like, oh, he's a squid nigga. All right, he doing all the water shit. Cool. I love all the underwater shit, even though I don't fuck with the water. But visually, that shit was dope. But I, I and that one dude got to be a badass. Well, I believe he's in more stuff than just the Jendi Tartakovsky version of because he stuck very true to what was already in the 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 Star Wars folks the the story that is Star Wars. I mean, it's, he, exactly. And the chick that's playing the female uh, Mandalorian, that's Kate 
her last name escaped me, but from Battlestar Galactica. Starbuck. Starbuck, yeah. She was in the Riddick movie. But yeah, she's from Battlestar Galactica. She's going to be doing that. Then old buddy from, what's the name of the TV show? Like, not Lone Ranger, but Lone Star. He's playing, um, he's going to be Boba Fett in one of the episodes. Oh, who was it? Oh, shit. He had that. He was like the Lone Ranger or the sheriff in no, the town. No, it's it's also the guy who uh, was um, the. He was in the movie with Tina Fey, and he was the brother. He's he's also Jango Fett. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's oh, playing so Jango Fett. Jango Fett is playing Boba Fett, the guy who played Jango Fett and was the, all the clones. No, no, there's another. Cody. No, no, okay, there's yeah, another one. He's the one that's going to play Boba in Mandalorian. Yes. Well, there's yeah, another okay. one because they don't have multiple actors doing it. Yeah, it's um uh, Justified. The dude from Justified. He's going to be one of the people portraying. Um, Boba underneath the helmet. Okay. I thought he was. I thought he was already in season one as a character. Well, he could have been, uh, but it was Tim- Timothy Oliphant. I but it's you're all talking about. Yeah, but it's all helmet, so he's gonna come back. Well, and just like all Kevin Mandalorians Smith. are all helmets. Exactly. So he, they could keep back <laughs> playing different Mandalorians, like Kevin Smith was in the movies too. But we don't know because they all wear massive space. But yeah, well, the right people know. We just don't know the right people. Well, we just know it's that guy in the back. <laughs> exactly, and that's. Mandalorian shit. That shit's coming. I can't wait for that shit. That's that, a good thing about masks. You can be anybody. Exactly. And then that's the bad <laughs> things about masks too. You can be anybody. Go Cobra. And uh <laughs> What the fuck? What? Go Joe, bro. It's go Joe, bro. No, it's Cobra. Cobra Commander, he's saying. They wear masks. Yo, even in my old age, Cobra is still evil. Yeah, until they're right. You can talk about the TV show Masks. Yeah. The old cartoon where they yeah, were the good guys that wore masks. There's bootleg, they semi-level transformed like, their, their cars, cars the planes and, and other things. But they, their vehicles were by vehicles. They had multiple multiple forms. Their masks kept them unidentified for the work they were doing. Their masks allowed them to operate their vehicles. Exactly. <laughs> and why did they need said vehicles? Because the mask gave it to them. <laughs> why did they need that? Because they're fighting Who? crime and terrorism and stuff, Who bro. Who said that was the crime? It, it was, masks were supposed to be like Transformers and G.I. Joe had sex. And exactly. And some sex you... ain't good sex. Well, yeah, but sometimes those babies still happen. In other news of wrestling, we would like to give out a R.I.P. to the three people that passed away from non-coronavirus. Uh, Shad from uh, Crime Time from... Uh, Passing away from a uh, high tide while in Las Vegas. I mean, in L.A. with his son on the beach. Uh, his son made it out because he had the uh, lifeguards in him go after his son before the high, uh, low tides got to him. Some real hero shit. Yeah. Uh, also, n- stop the cyberbullying. R.I.P. to Hamaya Kumoki. I can't pronounce. I don't remember her last name, but she's a she was a 22 year old star from a uh, stardom. She committed suicide due to the fact of cyberbullying from uh, people giving her backlash from the Netflix show uh, Terrorist Apartment. I think I can't remember what it is, but uh, people were giving her backlash for uh, snapping at uh, one of her roommates for uh, watching one of her uh, wrestling attires from Wrestle Kingdom and. To be honest, she shouldn't have got that. She's only 22. She committed suicide. Uh, a lot of her friends tried to help before it happened, but wasn't able to get out and reach to her before time. And also to Daniel Cook, I want to say he just been found passed away earlier this week from his roommate. Uh, it might have just been depression or anything. They don't know the cause of it. But uh, yeah, 
R.I.P.D. y'all. Word, yes. It's always sad when, you know, we lose life. So we just got to treat every moment that we have here with being better people and doing what we want to do to make sure the world is better when we leave it then when it when we were here. And yeah, and just like one little um last Star Wars point, um to connect this shit back to the Marvel shit, which we about to segue into. Taika Watiti, the director and co writer of Thor Ragnarok, is also co writing and directing um a new Star Wars movie. It's untitled. <laughs> we don't know what the fuck it's gonna be about, but they knew what they had. They got lightning in the bottle with Thor Ragnarok and they have a very fine relationship with uh, Taika. It's just one of the things, if you play well with the mouse, the mouse will play well with you. And he's going to get another check. I look forward to that. And he was also the voice of the Android IG-11, IG-11 yes, in Mandalorian 2. If you didn't already know that. This is involvement in the Mandalorian uh, shows his interest and his knowledge of Star Wars, which I think is going to lead to Episode 10 having very, very high in, the, we'll just say, your favorites of Star Wars movies. It may not be number one, but I bet you it's going to be top three. Word. Episode 10. Hell yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> Sticking with Marvel, Sam Raimi has officially been named the director of Doctor Strange 2. He is the original um, director of the Spider-Man trilogies, starring Tobey Maguire from back in the day, which further ushered in the new age of superhero movies following the heels of Blade, The Catalyst, and the X-Men films. And now, ever since that has been announced, people have been speculating that we are actually going to get the Spider-Verse live-action crossover that we all want, which involves Tom Holland, Andrew Garfield, and Tobey Maguire all being in one scene together as Spider-Man. It'd be one thing to give us here and there, but no, don't do that. Give us all these Spider-Man in one scene together, if not their own story arc, because that's a whole nother movie itself. But if you give us one scene of them interacting, that'd be dope. You also could incorporate a um, version of Miles, a Spider-Gwen, on the top of America Sanchez being introduced in this shit. And I believe uh, Scarlet Witch will also be in the movie because this um, piggybacks off of the end of the season of WandaVision that's coming next year. And that also got pushed back due to Corona. So that might be for the best thing, too, because they'll be able to incorporate other elements from what they already set up and have an idea where things may go in the future. So it's going to be interesting to see that movie when it actually comes to fruition. So, so maybe set those up as like the two end credits yeah. for Doctor Strange instead of necessarily taking away from the story of Doctor Strange. But the thing is, too. As soon as he came on, they start reworking the script again. And that's one of the things why the original director kind of left. Because Marvel wanted to do a little more of this and a little more of that. And with Sam Raimi coming in, that benefits from his Sony connection. So there's already been word that he's already went back and changing certain things. To the extent of how much we actually going to know, we won't find out until actually the movie come out. But it's definitely not going to be the same movie that I believe Scott Dickerson was going to give us. And a lot of people have been leaning into the vet, like it might. It, well, sometimes this yeah. leads to the problem, like something that, you know, maybe off air, uh, the Snyder Cut. Yeah, because the Snyder Cut is. Do, do we out. want this to happen in the MCU in the middle of its. Well, at, at the end of its first huge no. story arc? <laughs> no. And that's one thing about the mouse. 
Kevin Feige, no. What he what they decide on is gonna happen. You might have another cut, but what they're gonna see is what they're gonna see. Like people have been trying to petition for what was it? Uh are you talking about the Edgar Wright Ant-Man? No, no, no. They didn't even shoot that much footage. But some people wanted to see, like, potentially maybe, like, an Endgame, for example, because there's a lot of shit left out, storyboard shit like that, that theatrical release or a theatrical release of some other movies that we heard it was additional footage to. But the mouse isn't in that position sure. to do that. They don't have to do that. They, they, they tried it. To, they've tried to, but they what, like what they did with a Disney Plus. Well, even with Endgame, they tried it and... It wasn't worth it. Yeah, because you didn't need to. You already had the money and the subscribers. And the Hulk wasn't rendered. Exactly. It was, he would look like fucking Shrek. And that was nasty. That was even nastier. <laughs> was so- like, you didn't have to do that. If you were going to go back and put these scenes in, you had the money, do that. Mm-hmm. You, you know, the main thing I think would ruin this Doctor Strange movie is that they strictly focus on this own like I think this movie is sad. Like It, it might just only be a setup to the Spider-Verse shit. And it might take away from Doctor Strange's story, um, which is unfortunate because he has a lot of good material in, in, in his archives. Oh, yeah. Um, so for this movie literally just to be an introduction to, inter, introduction to something that we already know is going to eventually happen, I feel it would kill the movie. It, or it would take a lot away from it. Maybe it won't kill the movie. Maybe that might be the only people or the only reason why people like it. But Exactly, because that's one of the things, too. This movie was already set up to be a backdoor to a lot of shit coming in Marvel. Yeah, well, we, you have, the title just gives away exactly. a lot. You know, madness into the multiverse. Like, okay, also, we just we got out of this crazy time travel fucking thing in Endgame, and now all of a sudden we're we're just gonna like acknowledge that. Yep, here's all this extra shit on top of what we just threw at you. I think exactly. one of the cool things we will see is Wanda's power getting out of control. Exactly, because that's a multiverse in itself. So that might be the first multiverse he's coming into. Like, yo, I got to stop this. You get America Sanchez, who could punch holes to the mansion. And then you also have um, Clara, or Clea is going to be introducing that shit. The daughter of Damamu, who um, ends up being a love interest with Stephen Train. Then you have the Spider-Man aspect. And then we already theorized there's going to be other ways to show different universes and even backdooring some characters like the Fantastic Four, the X-Men, possibly into the Marvel Universe. So now... A lot of mutants. Yeah. And and cosmic entities in the the MCU. Exactly. So now, regardless whether Spider-Man was going to be this much into it prior, because Spider-Man was going to play an element we don't know how big or how little. It was going to be an alternate version of Spider-Man before... Sam Raimi came on, and it was always going to be intended to be that because Marvel movies are where they are. They already send them other shit, but this is a movie like, yo, we just going to do it all. But now that Sam Raimi's directing it, how much more of the Spider Man aspect will we take president over you, something that wasn't going to be there anyway? You can't get mad at Sam Raimi retconning his retcon. Yeah, oh, like, definitely <laughs> not, definitely not. And for all we know, these could be still alternate versions of Spider Man. Just played by these actors. We might not necessarily get the versions of Spider-Man they play in the past. These could be, like, for, for all we know... Give Andrew, us Ben Riley. Yes, for all we know, Tobey Maguire might be Ben Riley. Uh, Andrew Garfield might be Spider-Hulk or some shit. Tom Holland might be motherfucking um, the Spider-Man that... Um, Captain Universe Spider-Man. Tom Holland becomes Spider-Ham. 
All that shit. Or then, like they already been speculating, this could be a way for you to bring Nicolas Cage in as the live action Spider-Man New York Noir. I'll also. take his voice. I don't want to see him do this acting. Well, you live won't. Action, bro. You won't because you'd be wearing a mask in this movie, and it's a way to but, test better. But I know it's him. But the guys might like just it. use his voiceover and just have a special underneath the mask. And guess what? You also get to do. We might never see Deadpool and Spider-Man in a movie, but you could give us a universe with, let's say, Andrew Garfield running to Deadpool randomly. Or Deadpool even saying, like, you're never going to see me in another movie. I don't want to see it as Ryan a movie. Ray. I want to see Spider-Man Deadpool as a TV show because it's an awesome comic book run. And it's it's fun. It's clever. It's got action. It's a little bit of everything. It's a and... good balance for something you could throw on Disney Plus and get away with the PG-13 Deadpool. But you won't get it because Disney is not going to play anything remotely respective to Deadpool on their services they don't have the balls like DC to give us our Harley Quinn type Deadpool series, which Donald Glover was trying to do, but they X that. So, but they have thrown Deadpool into certain Disney XD. Uh, yeah, cartoons like shows. This, yeah, yeah. So but it won't like, work in the way and, we wanted to work. Well, even Deadpool was he was even in the like our generation Spider Man the the uh, early nineties. Yeah, yeah, he was, but he wasn't the Deadpool we know and love like. He could be there, but nah, we want some. We want that Deadpool. We want the cussing one. And Spider Man's their baby now on. Yeah, but even if you read the, the Spider Man Deadpool comics, like Deadpool kind of toes it down because he's trying to like impress Peter yeah. Parker. Like, hey, I don't have to be this guy all the time. Yeah. Like, I just want to be your friend because you're cool. Well, yeah, but Deadpool looks up to Spider Man. Exactly, but at the same time, we got to deal with Disney from a marketing standpoint, and they don't want to solely their brand with that. They want to keep. All the superheroes that they got nice and clean, they still trying to figure out their more mature shit. So I yeah. think they're gonna try to, because ever since Spider Man's been theirs, or they've been making Spider Man shit, he's been a kid. They yeah. haven't really dealt with adults. Well, It'd be nice, though. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see that, but I know for a fact we don't get that through Disney. Yeah, I, I, I totally <laughs> understand where you're coming from. Yeah, I would love, I, I just I would love that. That would be the best medium for a PG 13 Deadpool. Yeah, if you yeah. ran a Spider-Man Deadpool show because he would be trying to watch his mouth and you could throw in a couple bleeps in there when yeah, he slips Yeah, air horns, car, yeah, car that, drives by. Yeah, because that would be part of the appeal of the show. And that's what I was saying about Deadpool in the movies. Like, you don't necessarily have to give us a rated R Deadpool movie for him to work. We now, if it's a movie, I want to see him cutting heads off yeah, and cussing. You could do that. That's you, why he wore the brown pants. Yeah, you could do it. You could do a heavy PG-13. You could cut away. You could get around that. Even when, like you're saying with the TV series, you're going to honk, be like, yo, I can't say because we all know why. You could give it to us and then give us, on like, for example, the DVD release, give us the R version. I think that would be smart, too. Like, no, you keep the PG-13 on, like Disney and all that shit. But if you really want to see the uncut R version, yo, get the DVD. Pay $12 extra. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And that's all marketing, because we will pay for that shit. Or you release both versions. <laughs> I mean, theater. isn't that kind of what they did when they released Once Upon a Time in Deadpool? Yeah, that was you a base, test run. Yeah, yeah, you get like De Deadpool 1 and 2 in this. It, I, I did like the format of it being. I actually like fell asleep watching it. I, I wanted to watch it, but I ran in as I fell asleep. But no, I wanted to see the experiment, because I think it could work. Deadpool, they think. It's a clever way yeah, to do it. Get around the shit. But. You know, me being a grown ass man, I'm okay with watching all the other shit. Oh yeah, I like the cussing and the blood. And, oh yeah, because that's what he's about. Yeah, you don't pussyfy a killer. Don't tell me Wolverine is the best at well, what you do, and what he do is kill, and you never show him 
You show them killing, but you ain't showing what that really entails and what that shit really looks like. Well, yeah, I was gonna say, even Wolverine had some crazy kills in the, in the comic books compared to the movies. It's just like, oh, he stabbed him. That's yeah. cute. Just like with the Ninja Turtles back I'm in the day. off arms, hit you with the berserker barrage. Like, yeah. you, you left the toothpicks and shoes. You shish kebab, son. Hell yeah, just like the Ninja Turtles back in the day in the cartoon and movies. They had fucking weapons, but because of the censorship and shit... After the first turtle movies, you go to Secret Ooze, they didn't use their weapons. It got a lot more kiddies. It got more kiddies because yeah. parents complain. And just like in the cartoon, like, they yo, made, they supposed to be out there killing, like, you know. Well, they, made, they, made, they made the foot soldiers robots, so yeah. it was okay for them to kill or destroy their enemies. Exactly. Just like in Wolverine and Nine's cartoon, he's always stabbing robots and sentinels. You never see him use his claws on human beings, even though that what they were made to do because they try to get around that shit. But we still understood better in that cartoon what Wolverine was really about outside of the movies because they never allow him to be the animal that he was afraid of being, but they always told us about that story. Well, I think the 90s generation really tried to humanize Wolverine, try to make him more like, to. I am like this, but you know I don't want to be like this. Well, this that, is my life. I, yeah. have, I have to follow my path. And that is his life, and that was the story that he was given, so I'm okay with that, but at the same time, like we're more sophisticated now and we enjoy, enjoy the journey. Let us see why he needs to stop being that way. Don't tell us. That's how you can make the better movie. Just like with Logan. That's why it was damn near perfection. Because he was doing what you had to do. No if and no sugarcoating. No yeah. sugarcoating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blood, guts, death, killing brains, all that shit. Cussing, smoking, fornicating, titties, everything. Logan's life, smoking cigarettes, drinking drink, getting drunk. So that, that, that's the way it should be. But, you know, of course, once again, it comes down to appealing to the masses. So you have to kind of kid it down and still keep it adult enough. So yeah, you yeah. get the whole market and, you know, not just a bunch of. Did you say the whole market? The, the whole market. Hell yeah. Hoes got to watch it too. Yeah, they love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, Speaking of downpours, Umbrella <laughs> Academy Season 2 is coming to Netflix July 31st if you're a fan of comic book adaptation. Um, Umbrella Academy was created by Jerry Ward, lead singer of My Chemical Romance. And my romance is chemical because you can't have a romance without chemistry. And chemistry is created by DNA. And he's TNA, not okay. And he's not okay. And if you can't breathe because you take your breath away, you might need a CNA. You heard? I'm going to delete this whole thing. Oh shit! <laughs> After you flip the table in Jesus' name, <laughs> you can't party at the dance. She floor? forgives you, huh? You can't party on the dance floor. <laughs> she forgives you, by the way, for your future Jesus mistake. wasn't a she. Who said she was? What? <laughs> Maybe Jesus. if you didn't give me fire, you wouldn't begin roasted right now. Oh, and speaking of fire and being roasted, how about Michael Jordan talking to his teammates during this last dance? Because that was definitely a weekly event in my quote-unquote household because I couldn't wait to start seeing this shit. Ross, what you thought about it? Man, I learned so much. I did not know Steve Kerr's daddy was out here getting gunned down in a white neighborhood all on college campus. For that, doing the right thing. though, Helping the students. Bruh. Yes, it was a lot of shit. I didn't know that. I knew Phil Jackson was cool, but I didn't know he was that down to earth. He's straight hippie for sure. Hank Hill and him might not have got along. Him and Cartman, Man, he, too. He, he a hippie, he's an ally. 
<laughs> Hippies are tend, tend to ally, align as allies. I forgot that Carmen and Ramen had that long of a relationship. Hippies just don't want no shit, man. And they just want people not to judge them for smelling bad. They're Word. also pretty much team human. Exactly. You know? yeah. If you're high enough, you don't smell anyway. Uh, and I'm, you, saying, I'm just saying if you high enough I'm saying something heightened <laughs> certain senses and that just makes it worse but they like, also use sage too sage probably covered it up a lot and once you ingested the serum of the black pepper heart shaped <laughs> your senses would be heightened to degrees far beyond human <laughs> and we don't vote for Joey Biden he will snatch it back from you Come <laughs> <laughs> forever. Uh, so you guys are probably going to hear about this. You know, see, see this how this comes out Friday, and we're recording on Monday. But uh, just for current events from your Freddie in the corner, um, the military is being uh, militarized against protesters now. Oh Trump, yeah, Trump called for them to be deployed to cities to take care of protesters. Of course they did, man. When I say take care of, I don't mean in a nice way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We already know that shit was coming. He said once the looting starts, the shooting starts, and you said by, originally by a racist. And a 15-year-old boy was killed last night in Denver. Yes. And once again, I was trying to save some of this shit to the end, but just like life, you can't prepare when shit is brought to your doorstep. So remember, guys, stay visual, do what's right. Be kind. We all are human. Yes. And something else that happened. I wasn't necessarily say this was a blessing to me. It was definitely a pleasant surprise. No disrespect to her because she just got to get a check. But Ruby Rose leaves the role as Batwoman. There's a lot of different reasons being said of why she chose to. Um, most of them have been coming from the her angle. Her wasn't a choice. Really? But that's one that that's one of the um, speculations. Some the rumors trashing her every week on the. That's TV. definitely what's happening because I'm not saying I, I was trashing I think her. That's too much. I was never a fan of her that oh, decision in the first place. Her. But mostly they've been trying to say like she signed on to do it part time because it was only a limited amount of episodes and she was used to doing small roles. But once it got signed on for the long haul, like a lot of CW actors say, "Yo, once you a CW superhero." You, this is all you do for the most part. Oh, she, and she was ready for those conditions and all that physical she activity. She Ronda Rousey did? Nah. But they that's did. what Ronda Rousey's excuse is why she ain't going back to full time. Oh, no, no, that's not, that's, oh. No, maybe, no, no. Tired of getting whooped, bro. Well, she, no, 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 no. She Ronda, can't get in her head with once these other females learn how to punch. Wait, wait, you talking about Ronda Rousey? No, we're talking about wrestling. We're talking about wrestling. Yeah, we're talking about wrestling. Even wrestling. No, 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 no. No, she went to the top. Too quick, she too fast. She didn't, she didn't earn that shit. Because it's a soap opera. I'm sorry, I love you guys, but it's a soap opera. No, it's because Vince Man knew she would bring in asses and viewership, so they bumped her up. So it's a soap Do opera. You need viewers. I, I, yeah, I, I exactly. hate to agree from the corner, but I did just watch the Nature Boy final match against uh, who was it? Sean Michael. Sean Michael. Yeah. It is a soap opera. Uh, uh, no doy. <laughs> no doy. No doy. Wrestling isn't as fake as a lot of people think it is. There's a lot of so stuff our comic that books, happens to it. So yeah. our movies. But, so our TV shows. Yeah. But, so it's just a reality uh, that our government it, presents it, to us. Yeah. And what it comes down so to. So it's Corona. Wrestling is a man soap opera. <laughs> no, no. It's a redneck anime. What? What's So me. No, I, that's enough. That's. <laughs> my friend and I live action redneck anime. My friend David and I got into a conversation uh, just randomly. Wait, wait, wait. I'm David or you get lies. I'm neither. Which one's real? I'm the stone. 
I'm the motherfucker. <laughs> and she just wants you to be a sophomore too. But go ahead, Daniel. <laughs> we started talking for about an hour, and we started talking about wrestling, and the fact that before in the '90s, it always started with we had a bunch of matches planned, and we're so sorry we didn't we didn't plan for this. We're sorry, but there's some drama happening backstage. Can we get a camera backstage? We we had it planned for you know tonight, but this just happened, and that was really the whole plan for the night was to see the drama unfold. But then also the fact that it is not only Yu-Gi-Oh where all these big stake things like the custody of your child or your affair or whatever's happening has to be solved with wrestling. <laughs> yeah, that, that, yeah, that, that uh, uh, what was our generation called? Uh, attitude error. The attitude error. Yeah. <laughs> the only age of wrestling. Don't get me wrong. I was a huge fucking fan. I look back at it now like, man. You really got hyped for that shit because you thought it was real. Yeah, Vince McMahon is just Pegasus. And he's like, come to my island and fight for your grandpa. If you ride my back, I'll give you everything you want. But then, I mean, low key, dude, they had the boss man ruin a funeral. Yeah, had the face. They, they rented out a grocery store to trash it. This grocery <laughs> store book- made more money to trash the goddamn store than they did to stay open. With Booker T and Cole, and <laughs> Booker T and Stone Cold, uh, Steve Austin, oh one of the greatest matches, set matches ever. Classic to today. I could watch that every day and not get bored of it. I mean, yeah, it's yeah, fucking it, hilarious. It was very entertaining, and that's why we all watched it. Everybody in this fucking room watched this shit. I don't give a fuck who you are. Even if you were mad that your parents had it on the TV, your ass was still sitting on the floor watching the shit with the rest of your family. Clean up on aisle eight. <laughs> I wasn't clean up on aisle eight. Not, not only is it Yu-Gi-Oh! Last point I'll make is that it's like if you went to go see the Dodgers play the A's, and then the Giants came out from the sideline, all carrying bats, and joined in, and they still played baseball. Because sometimes two guys would be going at it, and then out of out of nowhere, three other dudes come in, and they just duh, 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 go down there. And but start. guess what? The show must go on, just like Batwoman has to go on, minus Ruby Rose's exit. Because now the question: Who will play her next? And ever since I'm she team, was I'm Beatrice. I'm not mad at that either. It should be weird, just. Ethnically, but I can get over that shit because it's a comic book show. But like, just like, I'm still watching. If I'm correct, isn't Kate Kane supposed to be semi-ethnic? Yes. On whose side? Her daddy's? Because she's related to Bruce on the white side, which yeah. is the mama side. You, you you know that interracial relationships happen, right? No. When did that start? That's where you get these funny colored people. <laughs> these funny colored people? You mean the pinks? I don't mean it like that for people. <laughs> or the yellows. <laughs> or the oranges. Edit that out. <laughs> oh, no, that, that's, that's staying in. I'm going to go ahead and isolate that clip, and we're just going to go ahead. Put it on loop. <laughs> no, no, but... but go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like one of these, like, yo... I was never a fan of her in the first place just because her acting skill. I don't give a fuck about her being whatever we're because I'm cool with all that shit. Love who you love. And it makes sense because she's an LBTQ plus person. That role is that. And I get that. But I didn't like her because I knew she couldn't act. Same Ray when fucking Ronda Rousey was rumored to be Captain Marvel. She can't act. If she could act, I wouldn't care about her being like, you can't act. Don't be any shit I want to enjoy for acting in stories when I know you can't deliver that shit. And also, Ruby Rose talked about like, the physicalness of the stunt. She actually got her ass rocked, knocked out, had like was unconscious for a little bit, so that also played a... Uh, so does that mean she didn't do her stunts on John Wick? Her best acting performance well, ever? Well, that's different because... Batman, Batwoman is more hands-on, you know, watching Arrow. A lot of them do as much as they can, and one of them shit she was trying to do as her. 
she got knocked the fuck out. So that mm. went into that shit. Mm. Like, yo, I didn't mm. sign up, mm. be knocked out, well, working 15 hour too. days for like months on end. So then she came to this, it was like, yo, this ain't for me. And this low key might be for the best. Cause I don't watch Batwoman, obviously for her. I watch it for the story and the character. So yeah, she we shall see. Is well, that, from what I, a tweet that she released is that it was like a, a, a unwanted breakup. Maybe that's not verbatim, but yeah. I, and a lot of people are trying to speculate some of the stuff you're saying. Yeah. Even like the oh, she broke her back. She's not physically capable to do this stuff whoa, anymore. Whoa, whoa. If Batman could break his back <laughs> and come back to protect Gotham, why can't a woman do the same thing? Because women are the strongest. They're the strongest real. sex. There's, there's like Let's 80% real. real and there's 20% that the show. And she could push like, a man out of her hymen. I don't think she's she ever had it kid, in. But not saying that she can't. <laughs> Yo, I'm just saying. Yo, I wish you uh, your um the best for you and your future um, endeavors, Ruby Rose. You'll forever be ever ever moist to me. If you, and that's if you, what it is. If you get enough people to boycott, you'll be back on the show. No worries. Huh? No, you won't. She ain't gonna get it. <laughs> they're gonna go in another race. Nobody like. They're gonna be some boycotts. Like uh, CW will go on. They would be fine. See, they'll, they'll be well, they recast more, tons of other characters, so it's okay. Exactly. They'd be probably more both class for Riverdale than for Ruby Rose to come back. And, and when Riverdale does, it is going to be organically, quote-unquote. She's going to be the evil Veronica. <laughs> just, like if, just like if Veronica decided not to come. People still don't fuck with Riverdale, but it's like, yeah. They're replacing Veronica? No, they're no. Not, they know better. Veronica? No. <laughs> don't disrespect the lies. Veronica? And before we get into community, which we will geek out about, the Snyder Cut is coming next year. It's not going to be a movie. It's going to be a six-part HBO Max limited series. Oh, so they train it just like uh, the Quentin, Quentin Tarantino uh, extended cut of uh, Hateful Eight. And that's something On I, Netflix. That's what I just heard about, too, like. Yes, that's you know, what happened. The Hateful Eight as the series or the the miniseries was, I feel better. Oh, so that's right out. Yeah, it's been on Netflix. Oh shit! Yeah, but they, but you have hours. to look up the right version. One's in a movie Ooh. format where it's like almost Just the two hours, version, and, and then, then you got one where it's version. like six to eight episodes. So, so yeah, and they cut it them says in it's the a hour season. Pieces. Yeah, they cut them in the hour joint. So it's how many more niggers are added to that version? Oh, so many. Let's just say at least forty per episode plus. Yeah. No, no, the first couple Keep episodes... Keep it authentic. First couple episodes are still pretty tame, like getting in the movie, but when shit gets crazy, crazy, like, those last couple episodes are where you could tell, like, oh, that's where they added all this shit uh, in. No dialogue like, here? Go ahead and do it. <laughs> Use it at your discretion. Use it at your discretion. I can't, because I can't think of an actual movie quote off of that <laughs> fucking movie, but literally, like, the fourth one... The fourth episode, if you go into the the director's cut, is is you can get more bang for your buck. That movie had me throw as soon as Shannon Tatum came up from underneath the uh, floorboard. Like I'm in it now. Let's go back and fill in some shit. I'm like, like Magic this Mike, Magic Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Word and segueing off of that aspect of DC, Star Girl just debuted <laughs> during the quarantine. And one of the main characters of that um, plays is Star Girl, of course. Um, she played by a Nickelodeon actress who starred on what was the show, Ross? Bella and the Bulldogs. I highly recommend it. It's on Hulu. Uh, it's two season. It's just about a girl that uh, used to play cheerleading, but uh, decided to uh, 
become the quarterback of her uh, high school team, I want to remember. And yeah, yeah. They, it was out here balling. Exactly, and she's Star Girl. So before she was Star Girl, there was a character named Star Man, who she's picking up that mantle from. And Star Man was played by another, by no other than Joe McHale, who voiced Johnny Cage in the latest Mortal Kombat animated movie, Scorpion Revenge. He also was did. The, um, he also, um, what did you say? He was the. Um, he mediator. did that Tiger King yes. episode? He was yes, a mediator in a Tiger King episode on Netflix. Talk to. But Joe McHale, foremost and formally, will always be known as Jeff Winger. Winger. Jeffrey Tinkle Town Winger. But now this is where we get to the Yo, We Geeking Out segment. And today we geeking out with my favorite TV series of all time. Without oh doubt. God. The one... The only, the community. If you're not familiar with community, it was created by Rick and Morty creator Dan Harmon. Before yeah. he was there, he was here in Greendale, Colorado. According to the first episode, it's only 15 minutes away from here. Yep. Exactly. <sighs> Mind blown. Fountain. Do you know what else? Uh, what other fictional uh, characters live in Colorado? Stargate Atlantis. Uh, the Venture Brothers. Everyone's Colorado. <laughs> Bro, that's nasty. They're in the springs. They're out in a and bunker. And Jeremy Gilbert from <laughs> Vampire Diaries also resided here. And the ranch. And the ranch. And um, Alien vs. Predator Wreck Room took place in Gunnison. Uh, that is a right. fake Gunnison because I've been to Gunnison and there's no fucking forest like Wait, that. Wait, so you're telling me there's no aliens or predators? No, there are no those pred- things, predators. Exist. They, they lied about the location. To keep us safe? Yes. If Predators didn't exist, <laughs> then Chris Hansen wouldn't have a career. I miss that show. <laughs> do you? I do, Loki. Like, y'all motherfuckers. It's like R. Kelly Catfish. Like, you really thought you was going to get a little guppy. <laughs> but hook, line, and sneaker, you're going to clean, motherfucker. What's crazy is if you look in the background of most of those episodes, you see Drake circling the block. You would, would not do that. You would not. This episode four, you have to chill <laughs> on the Drake, Drake slander. <laughs> is that how he got around so fast? Because this is not that podcast. Oh, sorry. No, no, it's fine. I'm just me and Dave. I, I didn't get it. It's fine. You, you can have Jesus and Drake on escaping, but here... <laughs> I know, I, I know you guys. We gotta keep it moving. You playful banter. <laughs> we we do, but you sometimes this shit goes a little long because then you have to bring something up. It's okay. And then it gives me an itch a little bit. And then I give you a scratch. Love. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> certain love is not okay. Your love. Yeah, I, I wish you would choke just a little less. Whoa. <laughs> that could go either or way. But, uh, that would go no way, Jose. <laughs> And it's because both of y'all are brown no, that I said wait. that shit too. Oh, oh he's a no. different brown. <laughs> tan, tan, sand, turtle belly, and cashmere cat is all the same brown. Oh, you forgot khaki. <laughs> no, that's white. No, that's like no, it's no, some no, that's of right. us. It's some of us. That's a deep khaki, bro. <laughs> and guess it's what? An Indiana guess Jones what? Khaki. Just like the iron sheet, sometimes that deep khaki gets straightened out. Oh. Exactly. Exactly. So. I, I thought he was more of a camel brown. <laughs> or, or a camel toe, for sure. Haha, <laughs> see what I did there? Arabian Nights, Arabian Days. Anywho, community. 
Ain't a ding you can say about that. Ding, it doesn't have me feeling any type of way. Got much, got dean, dean much. <laughs> <laughs> it's a puppy parade, guys. Who's ready? Oh, cool, 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 cool. All right, so <laughs> getting back to the topic ahead. See, that's why I love having a podcast. It's like having your own show because it is your own show. You get to do what you want to do for the people who decide to listen to you. And for all those that listen to this regularly we, thank with you. yourself, thank you always. With your kids, that's your choice as a parent. <laughs> I, 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 I will judge. say that I love you in a platonic way. Word. Plutonic, <laughs> bubonic. We all die anyway. Supersonic? It's all love. Funky supersonic, Bird? supersonic. Movie three won't be in movie two because they got introduced Tails and Knuckles. And he has to get all the camera. Gotta, gotta go chaos fast. Gotta go faster. Oh, That's gonna be gotta go faster, and then never mind. I'm like already it. doing marketing. You better pay us. I didn't like it. We will talk about that later. He did. That's one, he this will be another episode, and it was quite enjoyable. Word, Mister. Like we said, one out of three. So, community basically takes place with a group of individuals at a fictional community college and their exploits as they get to know each other, become a family, and try to graduate and become. Better, better people, people and actually enter back into the real world, even though they never technically left the real world, and all the sh- shenanigans that ensues. <sighs> that was a lot to explain in one breath. It wasn't a lot, but just the fact of even talking about this show just brings back so many memories. Uh, it's so many, so many feels. Because uh-huh. I remember being at community college at PPCC for like three Google years. Like Maybe four on and off, depending on how you count them. Um, I was three because I went blind on my fourth. What's really cool is my some of my roommates are watching it for the first time, so I get to like I get that contact high from them from their first time seeing. You're things. looking at them instead of looking. Yeah, at them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> like, please don't tell me Jeff and you Andy actually get like, together. They understand. Yes, me. yes. Pop, pop. Yeah. Well, when when the riots go off, when they uh, find out that minuses are fake, and magnitude does that crazy pop, pop. Yeah. They all lost it, and I'm not even watching the TV. I'm looking at them like, yeah. and they're just like, Whoa. <laughs> even the episode with Troy Birthday, like the Red Door, L Street. It's the same fucking place. Like, every uh, everybody sit, spends the second grade, second time in fifth grade. There's you were lying to me. <laughs> so many lies. So I've seen this show like three, four times all the way through. Just, oh dang, I'm sorry. Casual. <laughs> I watch a lot of shows. But, you know, I'm going through it again. One of the first episodes, it's uh, Starburns makes a comment about Chang telling him, I'm not Starburns. <laughs> he's like, and he's like, like Alex, why don't you spend five hours shaving Jeff into the side of your head or, or Alex into the side of your head? <laughs> and it's like, oh, fuck. I started dying. I was like, I don't remember this joke. And that's one of the beautiful things about it. Side characters like Starburns. Um, Starburns, you have Ty and his turtle, Garrett, Fat Neil, or Neil, Leonard, Vicky. I Professor swear to God, I saw Leonard in real life when I was coming home, fucking, or when I was driving to pick you guys up, fucking, I saw Leonard. <laughs> I believe it. Yo, He's walking Leonard down the street, real. fucking looking all and cocky, just, like. And just the running gas in the show. Had his backpack on and everything. <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> awesome. Shut up, Leonard. I heard about your crooked wing. <laughs> Any press is good press. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but even when Shirley, like, yeah, we know you don't talk to your kids. 
I'm drowning. It's only three feet of water, Leonard. Shut up. <laughs> I yell, and Leonard's always there. And Leonard is an older white guy that's a background character of the show. And his and pizza he, reviews are the truth. And his roommate is a black dude with dreads. Big, jacked dude who goes, thanks for doing the dishes, Leonard. Looking like DJ from Street Fighter. <laughs> what what kind of life does Leonard lead? A life hey, that we just want to would, live Leonard's life. We just know he's a veteran and he just goes to this community college. He doesn't have to and have the spotlight get, on him to shine. And doesn't go get a degree that we know of. He's just there. And I'm just going to go through a quick rundown of the main characters of the show Wait, real six. quick. You have Jeff, played by Joe McHale. He's a former lawyer who lied about passing the bar that has to go to community college to get his degree so he could go back to practice practicing law. He's the cool guy. He's the dad of the squad, quote unquote. And he's who the ladies like mostly. Um, you have Troy, Troy Wonder Boy, played by Donald Glover, aka Childish Gambino, before he popped up. He was the star quarterback at his high school, not the brightest, but he's just trying to go to school and just do something with his life. You have Abed, played by Danny Pudi. Um, or is it Pudi? Pudi. Pudi, thank you. I got that right the first time. Mm-hmm. He's socially awkward. He's probably on the spectrum. He relates a lot of things to movie and TV series and comic books and pop culture because that's how he relates himself to the world. You have Pierce, played by the legendary Chevy Chase. Old Sith male, semi-racist, misogynist. <laughs> Homophobic pocket full of hot thorns. He is, he is, he is America in a lot of ways. He's baby. Then you have Annie, um, played by Allison Brie. Yo, blessing America's sweetheart for that time. Annie was high on Adderall and pills to overachieve and succeed in high school. She crashed, she burned, she was in love with Troy, and now she's more or less the virginal goody two shoes adorable child who has to figure out what it's like to become a woman do you have yvette brown plays shirley she's the black christian mom literally and figuratively figure of the squad she goes through a lot of pressure she might low-key have i'm not gonna say the saddest life but the most realest life and situation throughout this whole time which while trying to be the most positive Righteous character of the squad. You would never believe she was fresh out of divorce. Were technically twice too. And then yeah. when you find out that her high pitched voice is her sexy voice. Yeah. <laughs> Jillian Jacobs also was on a show called what is it, Love actually? Love was actually Or was it just Love? Just Love. Yes. And her, with the uh, I think part of Apatow's new team, a little nerdy yes. uh Jew actor, no offense. Jew uh, actor. Yeah, no Mr. Dana too. I think you mispronounced it G with a G. No, G. it's a J. Like, like that was Gillian? <laughs> yes, that was a r- they r- rock It's a guy. goo. It's a goo. It's a goo. Yeah, it's a goo. It's a goo. Because you don't pronounce J's here. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know this is hitting hard. <laughs> no. But literally, it's, it's a young Apatow member. You know, they have these really nerdy, funny guys come in. It's a show about this nerd and. Jill, Gillian, 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 Jacobs hooking up. It's actually a super fun, clevy show, clev, clevy, clever show, and it's super relatable. It's all about awkward relationships and trying to figure shit out. Mm. 
So I got to give it a try, then. It's not, she's not Britta in this show. We'll say that. Word. That's a good thing. And then we have the boy, Ken John, who is actually a licensed doctor slash surgeon in the real world who became a comedian. He plays Chain, and if you remember the Hangover movies, he was the only agent in that film. <laughs> if memory serves me correctly. Uh, I think you remember. He right. wasn't the only agent in that film because his crew came to save him. Because, you know, obviously he was like a big gay boss. But he was shit. the main Asian, though. I movie. didn't say main Asian, so Chris is technically correct. There were more than one Asian in the first Hangover. He was the one that had a little penis. He, yeah, Not he, racist. They and, actually showed us his dick. Oh, and he put it all over Bradley Cooper's face. <laughs> he actually references it in the stand-up. Yes. And then we have the he wasn't Dean. wasn't even famous and got to put yes. his dick on a fucking star's <laughs> face. That's fantastic. <laughs> The guy's got like he's he that's more than an Emmy, a Grammy, a Oscar. He put his dick on someone's so face he, and got away with it. Stink face. So he's just no, he should get an AVN award. It's beyond. That's what that shit happens oh, at yeah. mostly. That's fucking total facial or something. And you can't have a community college like Greendale with somebody without somebody overseeing it all. So who was that person, Ross? You know the greatest dean of all time, uh, Craig Pelton, played by Jim Rash. Ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-ding-
and Jeff ends up befriending them, learning about Dungeons and Dragons, just to be kind of cool with him. And then Fat Neil gives him all his D&D books. And Jeff thinks he might be committing suicide. So what does Jeff do? Convinces the whole group. Go uh, to play a game of D&D. Abed ends up becoming DM. They all end up going on an adventure. They try to keep Pierce out. It's great story. It, if you come in blind, it explains all the characters in their easiest way. And it just shows like how this group kind of yeah, works it's, into this. It's still system. comedic with a serious note. Yes. I mean, we all know what episode you're talking about. Great. For the people that watched it, they do. If you don't, you need to. You well, that, that's, I'm sorry. That's yeah. I, I didn't guys, mean to generalize. Do you guys everybody. want me to tell you what episode it was? Yes, please. Season two, episode 14. Oh, I was only down by eight. Season two, episode 14, but I was right on season two, though. Mm-hmm. So what's your favorite episode and your top three uh, characters there, Chris? Top three characters, I'm going to have to say Leonard is mm. an absolute favorite. Absolute. Um, Abed, because that's just a complex mind. It's It's beautiful in an awkward way. And then Annie, like she has probably some of the best character development over the show. So you get towards the last season, it, it all flows together, but it's not the same community once you get towards the end. Yeah, season six was a different community, but it still worked though. Yeah, but but Leonard, Abed, and Annie, top three. Uh, favorite episode, I'd probably have to say the the floor and lava episode. <laughs> Because Troy has to keep playing so they can always be friends. And he doesn't go to that stupid AC school that evil evil John Goodman forced him to do. And John Goodman is supposed to be a good man. <laughs> also going to say my favorite joke is, knock, knock, who's there? The floor. <laughs> you're on the floor. No, you're on the floor because you're going to be on there. <laughs> knock, knock. <laughs> it's you for you. You're on the floor, bitch. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> and honorary mention to oh, any shit. of the fucking paintball episodes. Those are all fantastic. So that's why I went with The Floor is Lava. Yes, on top of it's the hard to choose between the paintball episodes. Which one's great? All of them are fantastic. Yes. They are. Yeah. Those are the only episodes you've ever watched Community. Watch all the paintball episodes. Yes. I would disagree, but at the same time, any episode of Community is a great episode of Community. The first season <laughs> did kind of start off weak, but the greatest thing about the first episode is oh. the first... Oh, it's the first episode. They gotta get their legs. It's the greatest callback ever. I'm high as hell. I'm about to get shot. Word. <laughs> 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 Speaking of being tops and not bottles, my top three. <laughs> my number one has to be the boy Troy because that's the character I relate to the most. Not just because he's black, but mostly because he's black. And when you have a best friend that is very similar to you in a lot of manners, you're like the yin and the yang. You're more a full moon and a whole moon versus the sun and the moon. But they all got light. They all shine and they all are dark. So it is what it is, though. But Troy goes through a lot of things I've had to go through in my life, like trying to figure out my own destiny, trying to figure out how to talk to a woman once you realize you already had it, but then you fuck it up because you oversell it. And sometimes you're overzealous and trying to figure out how to be 
Yourself. Yourself. And also, like, what does it mean to be a man in a room with men in it? And what do you bring valuably to a situation if the thing that you're good at isn't perceived to be that resourceful, if you will? Second would be Abed, dear, because just like Abed, most of my relationship with the physical world, the real world, the world that you can see to be reality comes from my relationship with TV from a young age. I, like I said to a lot of people, I'm a TV kid. I'm a VHS baby. Like I was born in the 80s. You put me in front of the TV, I'll watch it all day. You don't do shit to me. I learned most of my core values and life experience from television because I see what happens to characters on TV. And then I see how that shit correlates and interacts with the re- with the real world um, situations. I'm like, oh, this is pretty similar. So this is how I should maneuver. And this is how it should be because I seen it happen in art. Then I see it reflect in real life. Then I see real life imitated by art. And it more or less all balances itself out. And at the same time, Abe had a real issue with figuring out the difference between both. And sometimes, just like me and Daniel, when you are a lucid dreamer, you're an avid dreamer, you're a vivid dreamer. And the lines between reality and what is not aren't that cut and dry. Oh, you have to sit there. It's only between you and Daniel. Yes, yeah, me and Daniel. Uh, I have the same fuck ass problems too, cuz. That's because you choose not to talk about them. That's I your own life. And I'm yeah. an open book where everyone realizes I'm a goddamn mess. Yeah. No, I don't dream. I, <laughs> I see his bookie hole. night and it's just black. And then I wake up and I'm like, well, fuck, that's over. See, you don't see. I, yeah. You don't have to deal with we have to deal with. Like, I never thought, woke up and thought my whole life was a claymation stop motion. Christmas special episode, but I have dreamed in that realm of things, and that's also an honorable mention. It's not one of my top three, but it's definitely an unmentionable uh, episode. Oh, the claymation Christmas. Oh yeah, of course. Episode? It's oh, always so then the call back to when it was in regular life. Any anywho, but yes, Abed, like I relate to him so much, and I get it because sometimes you want to speak in your own language of pop culture, but then you have to realize people don't talk like you. So it's a foreign language. So when you do, they just look at you like you're stupid. So you're just like, you know what? I'm not going to speak at all. I'm going to sit here in this corner of this bar, sip my drink, and mind my own business. But As- Abed was never really like the what? Like he he almost like never understood that people didn't grasp that till later in the seasons when it comes to probably the claymation episode when he realized why that episode is the way it is. Exactly. And unlike Abe, he wanted to get help from a therapist. Guess what? I don't. I'm just going to be crazy. And my third, <laughs> speaking of crazy... He was just talking to the group, not a therapist. No, no. He like You find out later he has been actually no, he going... Has, he's uh, talked yeah. to Britta, but yeah, he also talked to... Because his dad like actually like had him seeing a therapist, especially after his before, mom had yeah, passed. Before his yeah. mom passed, he was talking to a therapist, and then he stopped seeing the therapist. And, then and that's when it was in the, the, the dude's office. It was like... No, Abe can't tell real from fake. And they were like, don't cover his ears. And I'm like, oh, I'm doing that shit. When Jeff was like, yeah, Troy, yeah. don't make him believe things. <laughs> he was like, I knew it when he said he was the devil. It was like that episode. But yeah. Speaking of crazy, um, Annie, little Annie Adderall. Annie Edison is my number three for multiple reasons. Allison Bree is adorable, but yet sexy at the same time. Like Natalie Portman and other women. <laughs> like that and it's just like yo her character was naive adorable sometimes I feel like I used to be that way but it's different 
when you're a woman and a man, but it's a whole different thing. But then her relationship with Troy, even her relationship with Abed, because low-key, Abed was really spitting game when he was in Quote Quote character. Out of her. He Multiple also times. seduced her twice. He almost had her neck a couple of times. But that, he knew what he was doing, though. He was that, like, that's where his where he was at. There's or is that even, uh, or is that that not that nice guy? Like I know I'm a nice guy. I'm being a nice guy. I know it could get. Or was that Abed being just, like? He no, I mean, he had like a fully like the best way I could. He had a fully functioning brain. Yeah. Oh yeah, we know that. He absolutely understands everything, but it doesn't seem like he understands anything. But my question was the way he talks and tries to relate stuff. But my statement would be like, you can know that. That's why you act that way in character. Like when he was um, Han Solo in the paintball. He knew that Annie was like... Yeah, but that was one of the times when he was choosing to do it. There's only probably one time when he was non-intentionally going for it. If you really look at it, because everything else is a a very heavy theme-based episode. Yes, but at the same time, like he has to know part of him can get away with said aspect. Like when he was trying to be Batman, and he was talking to her, and like, oh, shit. That was one of the times when he was full-on in the character. Also, remember... That episode when he uh got a uh, all those gifts because he was trying to do the acting jump off and he was like, yeah, broken girls like me and all this and that." But it's because he understood people. That is. But there's also the point, and because I've rewatched the show a lot of times, if you look at it, Annie is always 100 percent willing to go with him on these crazy adventures. That is. She's true. always there side by side after um the the Christmas episode when they show up at his house and they're all singing. She sits on the chair next to him and holds his hand. After Troy leaves, they get much closer and they start playing off each other. And then by the end of the show, they do that paintball episode where they're real fucking close. And then they both move to California together. And a lot of those paintball episodes always Is that end where up. The movie's gonna take us? Maybe. And a lot of those paintball episodes in or in involve Annie and Abed on some like. And I'm, I'm I've been Team mm-hmm. Annie and Abed since season two. I'm still oh, always low key gonna be. Annie, Annie Troy. Troy, like low key, but Annie and Abed, after all the and the way community is structured, it makes the sense because you just go. It only takes one person. Like remember this, they do a whole flashback. This and a third. How did you guys feel about uh, Troy and uh, Britta? I didn't like that. I liked it. I'm not gonna lie. It was odd, but I can see it happening because you go back and rewatch it. There was already Seas Planet and just being and Troy always Troy ish. Yeah, if Jeff gonna hit it, why wouldn't I hit it? Number one. Regionals, the Glee inspired episode. Ooh. He loved Glee, that's why. Christmas for me, Christmas for you, me so Christmas, me so tree, me so horny, <laughs> baby boomer Santa. I'm the gift of the world. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome from everything. Do you know what today is? What's today? Somebody was very special to board. Who was no, that no, person? No, Do you know? The I public wish school refuses to tell us. I wish no, I could recite no, the whole no. thing. Jesus. Was anybody special board today? Jesus. I'm like, yes. Boop, boop, sex. Little baby won't Christmas. I'm leaving right there real quick. 
Of course, my personal fave would be the darkest timeline episode when yes. you show how any. Wait, wait, this oh, is, is your third favorite or your first favorite? Sec, no, second is chaos. But no, I'm the re- this second on um, what I'm going through. But this personally would be my my top, favorite. Top. If I had to see yeah. one episode, like this is why I fuck with It'd community. It would be chaos theory. But the darkest timeline definitely could show how things could go awry because me be having an overactive imagination and having. Overthought a lot of situations in life because I constantly do. This is my episode because I'm always thinking like, what if I do this? This happen? This is happen? This is happen? Then you see what can happen in different timelines and how they could fold back into each other. And number three would be meow meow beans. Meow meow. I always forget about fucking meow meow beans. How do you forget? Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't hear copyrighted that episode. Because, because I enjoy it. How I, I, I enjoy it and my brain goes. That lets me know you're one. No. No, no. You're a one. Because oh. you're a one. You know how I know you're one? Because if you're a two, you can forget like them apples, right? <laughs> Twos and they're apples. <laughs> the cooler agrees. Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be the one guy that gives you two meow meow beans because that hurt me. What happens is every time I watch it, I get so excited about it and I'm like, this is the best episode. And then it's like my brain hemorrhages and pushes that into a separate corner for where all the good things that happen. Is it because you don't want to be a five meow meow? I will never be a five meow meow. Don't say that. Well, don't say like, that. Like, Everybody? Abed, like, 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 Abed, to start with community, to get them invested into what community is and what it represents. What would that be, Ross? I might have to just off the off the flip of the of, of the of the spectrum. I might have to say season three, just because yes, season two has a great few. To me, honestly, the best end scenes of all the community seasons. Season three basically. Is what I would say probably might be the perfect completion of C- of community. The first chain dynasty episode. Oh yeah. The the origins of vampire mythology, which is <laughs> don't change away mustard taste, which is my favorite fucking saying. Pillows and blankets. And it right before that episode, the subway episode, it says civil Catch war. Have vinegar it in says it. civil war. In the library on the episode before the Brothers. <laughs> study and mo- modern movement, which was when Annie moved into the with the boat with uh, Abed and Kiss Troy. by Rose. <laughs> <laughs> on the planes, one of my favorite songs of all time. Top thirty for sure. <laughs> Foosball and Nigeria. When we find out the truth about Jeff Winger and Charlie's history, and the anime and Germans with Nick Kroll. Yes, and they carry around the soccer ball just for that bit. <laughs> Pocket full of Hawthorns and this game. Oh, Pierce. <laughs> And, I gotta. And then they're trying to find out who actually was a psychopath at the group because fucking Britta fucked up the fucking test. Ah, I got hand, feet for hands. <laughs> and as well as one of Kelsey's other favorite episodes, K- Remedy Chaos Theory. Mm-hmm. So, Word. All yeah. right, Ross. Daniel, would you? Oh, um, like I said, favorite season is season five because when Dan Harmon came back, he came back really hard. And it hard was, like what? Like it a was rock? 
It was angry. By Dwayne? Well, it was angry. It was angry. He made so many (laughs) jokes inside of it, the first few episodes, about what had happened and that he got shafted. And then he even wrote in that joke for Donald Glover where he talks about Scrubs and how Zach Braff was only in six episodes and Donald Glover goes, six episodes, that son of a bitch, after everything Scrubs did for him. And Donald Glover was only in five episodes. That's true. Um, That season just... After the gas leak season goes into what it was before, but with an angrier God running your course. While Dan Harmon is really good, him being the angry God he was that led into season six, which had arguably the best post-credit scenes, I love it. Word. Touche. Chris, what about yourself? Uh, Me, personally, I think season one, everything, there's a callback to... If you watch the whole series, every season you're going to catch a joke from season one and it's one of the best setups for any sitcom uh at least in in this era of shows and that that, that's nothing else would have happened without season one true can i give an honorable mention real quick the joshua trampoline episode oh my gosh (laughs) racist nazis yes and they're like it's gonna be a maze when it's done some people are just natural jumpers (laughs) That shit was fucking hilarious. Um, for me, that's why me and Ross are trying all that. It's going to be season three, mm-hmm. regardless. Like, watch this. If you want to watch more, go back to the beginning. This is where it's at. It's Apex to me, arguably. Some of the best episodes, some of the best guests, some of the best jokes are here. And you can never really go wrong with any season besides season four, mm-hmm. six, maybe. Four you can't, you can't go here. to the final season and expect to get the whole show either. Train of it in the morning. Nights. <laughs> <laughs> Will you guys shut the fuck up? I'm trying to sleep in here. Or Sorry, the- Annie. Now, I swear to God. Kettle corn. That's a fun time to <laughs> uh, Who's the audience? Why are you doing this shit? Hey, guess what? <laughs> Buddy, a.k.a. Jack Black, Owen Wilson also pops up in the episode. Mad guest stars. Hey, yo, they set a turtle on fire in the trash can. Yo, those were, that was Troy and Aubin in the mornings. That wasn't nights. <laughs> yo, Allison Bree. How do you like this kettle corn? Some little butter. A little There's secret. no ghosting. This is a little I swear sec- to God. This is a little secret ingredients. Love. Hey, yo. Speaking of fried chicken, the KFC shuttle, that whole episode, <laughs> that shit is one of the best episodes, too. Like, oh, yo, so that shit was so funny. Or when <laughs> the the 8-bit adventure. That was, the, yeah, that was that one of the best. Was a, that was, that's easy. That was like a Code Monkeys episode. Yes, exactly. And it worked so, so well. fucking well. For no damn reason. I'm like, all right. Oh, he has a half brother. Okay, yeah. All right, because <laughs> Gustavo Fring was trying to fuck with Pierce Subway. He I'm his fresh. son. He never acknowledged. Henry Duff as a man girl. Subway huh? episode when he's just been introduced to the school, and then he goes to the old blind man, and the blind man goes, "Subway, is that you?" Correctness. <laughs> 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 like, he's known to be so Yo, uh, all right, so that's community, guys. <laughs> you ain't even getting half of it. For real, because we could literally oh, talk about this shit here. all day. Hmm. If we talk about this all Crab night, you will still catch me. She's a prostitute? Exactly. No, that ain't no, a joke. He, he was dating an escort, okay? <laughs> Don't eat the crab no. dip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Oh, he ain't saying nothing. Oh, he ain't saying anything racist in 60 seconds. Watch, bet. <laughs> Four. No, he said, three, I think he said like 30 seconds. Yeah. Like 29 seconds. So that's He's not like, your mom? That's what? Like, what? <laughs> so you're not related. What? There it is. Whoop, there it is. <laughs> When when Pierce was in a band and Annie thought he was defending her honor or Britta, and then he's just trying to get control of the band. Yeah, Pierce is the B. <laughs> getting rid of Britta. Getting That's rid a of the GDB. Annie's boobs. Annie's boobs. It has nothing to do with her boobs, but it does. When Abed became the mob boss. The chicken fingers? Oh, I dressed up like an Egyptian pharaoh for you. I did that. Oh, Lord. Now, not to mention, most of these episodes have a throwback, homage, some sort of reference to all cult classic movies. Kick puncher? Oh. oh. Against Somebody the- <laughs> punch him in the dick is gay, right? <laughs> Doctor Time Space? Whoa. Space Time. Special Time. Time. Space Time. Time. Oh, Inspector Space Time. And Constable Reggie. Yes. I just always think it's funny that the inspector can do whatever he wants and Reggie just gets to blow his whistle. <laughs> but now we're about to talk about Yo, Check It Out. This is where we check recommend it, it certain series. If you like Community and watch it or after you watch it because you heard us talk about it, you want to watch something in that vein, I'm going to just start off real quick and by saying you should definitely check out Cougar Town starring mm. Courtney Cox. It's a whole subplot about Abed being... On Cougar Town, and then when you actually watch Cougar Town, he is literally in the background on the opposite of the episode, doing everything he talked about doing when he comes back to the community, and it's fucking mind blowing. Meta, meta as fuck to His all true geeks. Face like when me. it happens to and <laughs> they were on pants. two different networks in the time. Poop my pants. And it worked so, so well, fucking well. <laughs> Cougar Town. Wow. Yo, Thundercats are loose. I got that tattoo for a reason. Uh, Yo, if you're 46 up, <laughs> 60 in them down. Fuck. That was good. Um, Yo, what happened? My recommendation would be uh, Parks and Rec. <laughs> I just happened to love it just at the same time I was watching Community. So it was just like double the, double the laughter. But yeah. It was, well, technically triple because I was watching Cougar Town as well. Chris, what you got? So I, I was actually going to give the two honorable mentions to The Office and Parks and Rec. If you people haven't already watched that show, um, but uh, throwback to like what I said earlier, the eight bit episode Code Monkeys is a lot of nonsensical humor about this group of people going to code games, working for Steve Wozniak back in the eighties. <laughs> And it's it's very similar humor, but it's all the eight bit animation. Yeah, right. you got the code monkeys for real. What about you, Dan? You got that? Oh, um, I guess the one that I would recommend is the IT Crowd. It's a British comedy. It's on Netflix. Mm. It's an older one, but it's always worth the rewatch. The it's it about crowd. two guys. Um, no, the IT Crowd. They it, work in IT. No, no, they work in IT. Uh, <laughs> IT spells it. I get it. It well, does. But, 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 but it's, it's it's not the it crowd. It's Basic premise, there's these two guys who work <laughs> in the basement of Renum Industries, and they're the IT guys, and this lady... Renum Rectums? Renum uh, Rectums? Oh. What? Burn. 
This lady lied on her application or her CV saying she's good with computers. So they're like, oh, you'll go manage the IT group. And they're like, oh, this is a whole cool place. Intersex bathrooms like Allie McBeal. Where's my office? And they put her in the elevator and send her all the way down to the basement. She gets there, has to work with these guys. It's fucking hilarious. Well worth the watch. We really want to thank you guys for coming back and being patient with us during this whole quarantine. I'm glad you came in and listened to another episode of Yo, Where the Captions At. No rhyme this time. We want to thank Chris with no H for being our guest host today, always and forever. We're going to thank Daniel, the one star. I do it for you guys. And by you guys, I mean Kelsey and Ross. Work. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> and for for show like yeah it's cool like if it's open it's open and if there's snow we sloping so I hope y'all have a great night y'all and a great time thank y'all for listening to us and always I'm yours truly Kels for show and I'm always y'all neighborhood black friend Roscoe and when you have a black friend, it's very important that you stick up for your black friend in the hard times where it's not. Um, we have been out there protesting all the wild shit that has been happening recently. And we understand that a lot of shit is not the most positive thing. It's not the most constructive thing. But at the same time, when you're not heard, you have to be heard. You have to do things to get attention back towards you. And I'm not going to condone any violence towards anybody. But at the same time, I understand the need to Fred Durst break some shit sometime. And until what needs to be fixed is fixed, don't be surprised when this whole place get tore the fuck up. Because this is not the first simulation, guys. It is not. And just a reminder for people talking about peaceful protests and Martin Luther King having a peaceful protest... Just realize when he was alive, he was 75% voted as most hated. He was killed by the people that hated him. And 110 cities rioted for six days before we had the Civil Rights Act change uh, in the United States. They just happened right after his death, happened after people were being hurt. And also, right before he passed, like a year after before he passed, he even said, I can't sit here and not say I don't stand with the people um, writing. He was very nonviolent, but at the same time, towards the end, he was like, no, I get it. Shit ain't happening. I'm not going to condone you and say you're wrong. I'm like, if the wrongs haven't been righted, we have to do something. I'm going to sit here and fight for you still. And that's where we're still at. 30, 50, 70 years after the fact. So let that seep in. And just remember, good people do good things, and that's who we all should be. Be one or be nothing, y'all. Thank you for listening.